0: This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Join the league of families who are transforming family time into unforgettable Bitcoin learning experiences. With our HODL UP Bitcoin mining board game, you're not just playing. You're building bridges, creating memories, and unlocking the brilliance of the future one block at a time.
1: Welcome to Orange Hatter. Today, I'd like to share with you my conversation with Elizabeth. So thank you very much, Elizabeth, for coming on to our show. This is for any woman out there who is sitting on the fence about Bitcoin, not quite sure it's worth spending time to learn about, and we're hoping to help the women hop off the fence and (laughs) walk a little bit, one tiny little baby step toward the rabbit hole of Bitcoin. So to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you even came across this whole Bitcoin thing.
0: Uh, Yes. So I, I was at work. uh, That's how I found out about, um, well, maybe I should just back up before I found out about Bitcoin. I was just uh, studying on, on my own Austrian economics. And that came about by a coworker of mine who was very passionate about it, that he would bring bring around uh, printed articles um, by prominent Austrian economists. And he had given me one by Hans Hoppe, and it was titled Rothbardian Ethics. And reading it, it was, it was at a level that I, I knew what I was reading was something, like I didn't know what I didn't know, but I knew that I needed to know this. It was, it piqued my curiosity, I would say. And so with that, I learned about money, what makes money good, what makes money bad. And I probably had spent many hours reading books, listening to lectures before I'd even heard about Bitcoin. So i had heard bit about Bitcoin on a YouTube video, and it was about praxeology. <laughs> Mises, uh, they kind of broke it down to make it easier for people to understand And at the end of the video, she said, I don't take fiat money. I only take Bitcoin. Had never heard of the word Bitcoin before. So I was like, oh, another thing I don't know. So I was already primed for that with a curiosity, I would say. And so I just looked it up, Bitcoin. And everything from there just started online. I didn't talk to anybody. Nobody told me about Bitcoin. So that was all. um, I think I had maybe an advantage that nobody tried to convince me because sometimes when people try to convince you of something, uh, you don't believe them. Right. But I would say I was primed for it because I was already looking for alternatives to an inflationary fiat money. Mm
1: -hmm. Wow. That's so interesting that your your coworker would just bring in printed articles and the fact that you read them. (laughs) Yes, I think it
0: was. The right timing also, um, maybe just respecting that person as well helped. I mean, he was smart. So I thought I should take a look.
1: So can you tell our listeners what Austrian economics is?
0: Uh, yes, I would say the there's an economics model that you learn in school called Keynesian economics. And uh, they kind of just gloss over the fact that your money is fiat and i think it goes more into just um uh, more like theory or models that are maybe a little bit more hard to understand and with austrian economics it 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 makes it more of like a like humans act based on their what they value and so it kind of starts from a principled take on what you value and then how you exchange for that value.
1: So if you're starting from that point of view, what made you interested enough to read up more on it? Because you said that you spent hours and hours reading up on it. What was the the spark, the the one thing that made you think, hmm, maybe... Maybe what we're experiencing right now isn't necessarily the right system.
0: I think because it was so relatable as far as you, you know that when you go out to a store, mm-hmm. you know, everything becomes more expensive over time. And nobody had ever taught me anything about the quality of money or what makes money. You know, there are certain properties of money that uh, make make, things be- make it better or make it worse. And one of those is scarcity. Mm-hmm. And what we have now is not scarce at all. In fact, it just keeps increasing. And so if you have that, uh, I mean, it was, it was so clear to me in just, you know, a few chapters about money that I guess I just uh, it, it was like a truth, <laughs> and it was it, it didn't take long to even discover some of these. For example, like one book was called Economics in One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt, and it was written in the early 1900s, around the time the Federal Reserve had already been established, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was already warning about the problems with a fiat money and he predicted, you know, the problems to come. He was just a little bit early for those problems, but reading that, it just, you can, you can see yourself living in that now. Yeah. So there was just so many truths like that, that we're just very clear almost black and white.
1: Yeah. In terms of the money printing, I read a quote and I almost didn't believe it myself but it is said that 90% of US dollars in circulation today been printed over the last 2 years and i that's such an astounding thing to read and even if it's exaggerated it's still a really scary prospect
0: yes yeah that, that is and i mean i'm almost amazed that um, we're not seeing that already
1: me too <laughs> in, in-
0: but but there are there are interestingly I think there's two ways to look at inflation. There's monetary inflation, what you were just saying. There was 90% more created in the last X amount of years, and 90% more money in the system. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. But price inflation is different, and you can sometimes that takes a while to show up. Yeah, and that's just what we what they talk about, like prices rising that you see, in, you know, consumer goods or even houses and those kind of things. But if you separate the two, there's always, always um, money inflation. Yeah. That's constant, yeah. And price inflation can be sometimes mitigated by, you know, technological uh, advances, but money inflation is just there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, it's not, uh, you know, almost out of control.
1: Yeah, you can definitely see it when you just go into the grocery store. I was uh, visiting family coming back from Miami last week, and they are uh, retired and on a fixed income, and they're worried. They're worried that their grocery bill has increased literally 100%. Their grocery bill has doubled, and it's it's a retired couple. It's just two people. Yes. And can you imagine people with like families with multiple kids and larger expenses, you know, it's, it's a, it's a scary prospect.
0: I see that too, as a a family dynamic, you might have one person that handles the finances. Mm -hmm. And if you're not that person, then you may think, well, this doesn't apply to me, but this is everybody's. Everybody has this problem Mm -hmm. and it's the same problem. And if you have a a currency that inflates if you're in a country that that where the currency inflates then you have a problem and there isn't a country out there that doesn't have it so everybody yeah we're all having this problem to various degrees yeah so it is something worth learning about that's something i've told myself over the years Mm -hmm. um uh because i was busy with you know almost Three different jobs uh, being self employed, working full time, and working on contract. And so I would tell myself, <laughs> it's never, you're never wasting time if you spend time learning about Bitcoin, mm-hmm. because I knew enough, you know, early on that this would be very important. And, and whoever discovered it, I kind of think of it more of as a discovery than an invention, uh, like a breakthrough with cryptography, but also had I, what I thought was uh, that Satoshi was an Austrian economic <laughs> um, <clears throat> because that part was so well, so well done in, in creating a money that actually had, had good properties.
1: Thank you for joining us today. We will continue this conversation tomorrow. Be sure to come back and hear the rest. See you next time.